Hey friend, you're listening to the Coaching with Breathy podcast. My name is Breathy Serene and I'm a business strategist and success coach for online business owners just like you. And what I help them do is master their mindset and simplify their strategy so they can make more money and scale their business and do it in a way that feels good to them. My core philosophy as a business coach is that it's your business and you get to scale it your way. I believe that there's more than one right way of doing business. And on this podcast, I'm going to help you find the best one for you. Every week, I'll share tips, tools, and insights that'll help you build the business and life of your freaking dreams. I can't wait to chat with you in today's episode. So let's go ahead and dive in. Hello, everyone. Happy, happy Tuesday. Hope you're having an amazing day. I am in a different camera angle today. Um, I actually usually have a really big, I would get up and show you, but I honestly don't feel like doing that. It's a really long, big like camera tripod that has a phone attachment. And that's usually what I use to go live and do the episodes and everything. But I have, um, I bought a travel tripod a couple years ago and I kind of forgot about it and I found it recently and I was like, oh my gosh, I can just put it on my desk and then I don't have to use that big clunky tripod. So we're trying a new camera angle now where I'm actually sitting at my desk here. So I hope it works for you. If it doesn't, let me know. I would definitely love to know if this angle is like not really working for being able to see me and my face and the camera and the um, microphone I mean and everything. So let me know about that. But anyway, I hope you're having an amazing Wednesday. I think I said Tuesday at the beginning of the episode. It's actually Wednesday. Um, We did not go live yesterday. I'm still kind of catching up from January because my goal is to do two episodes a week. But January was a little crazy. Um, I'm I'm still kind of like easing into the year a little bit, if I'm being honest. And I've been spending a lot of time with family and rest. And I kind of let myself be like, you know what? As long as I get the podcast episodes done, it doesn't matter what order they get done in. So that's what we're doing. So we're kind of catching up here this week. And then hopefully we'll be back on that two-week podcast episodes, two-a-week episodes um, soon after this week. So today I wanted to hop on and chat with you all about sales and selling in your business. And I'm so excited about this conversation because really specifically, I want to talk to you about some misconceptions that people have about selling in your business. There are a lot of beliefs that people have about what it means to make sales and what it means to actively sell something in the first place. And I feel like these beliefs or misconceptions can sometimes keep entrepreneurs from really showing up and selling and being there in their business. And ultimately, that affects your sales and it affects the money that's coming into your business and it affects your business, right? It affects your bottom line. And I don't want that to happen to you. I want to make sure that we get to a place where we understand that selling is not this evil, gross, really ridiculous thing, right? Selling is a completely normal part of having a business. It doesn't mean you're a shitty, icky person, right? And I'm hoping that this conversation today is going to help you think about selling in a different way. In the same way that in the previous episodes when we talked about marketing your business, I kind of wanted to have you think about marketing differently, right? 
So that's what we're going to do today. Before we do that, though, as always, I would love to learn more about you. You know who I am. I'm Breethi. I'm a business strategist and success coach for online business owners. So I would love to learn more about you, whether you're watching me on Facebook live or the replay, comment down below and say hello. Tell me how your day is going, where you're from. If you're listening to the podcast episode, then thank you for listening to the podcast episode. I would love it if you would share the episode with anybody and everybody who you think could benefit from it. And I would also love it if you would leave a review on iTunes or Spotify or wherever you're listening to this from telling me what you love about the podcast so far. I definitely love getting feedback from people. Having you guys tell me what you love and what you don't really helps me cater my content to you in a more specific way. So be sure to do that. Give me some feedback. I would absolutely love to know how you're loving the podcast so far. So that is my little spiel. Let's go ahead and talk about these misconceptions. There are four that I have. I'm not sure if I wrote that actually in the title of this video. I'm just realizing now, but there are four, not three. There are four misconceptions that people have about selling. So I'm going to kind of give you what they are, and then we're going to dive into them individually. Okay. So the first one is that sales is pushy and gross and manipulative, manipulative. The second one is that you have to sell every day, all the time. The third is that sales takes a really long time to come to fruition. And the fourth is that sales is about scripts and saying the perfect thing to get your customers to buy. So let's dive in with the first one here. Sales is pushy and gross and manipulative. This is something that I think a lot of entrepreneurs feel, especially when you're new to starting your business. And maybe this is the first business that you have, right? The biggest difference, one of the biggest difference, because there are actually a lot, but one of the biggest differences between being an employee in somebody else's business and having your own business is that when you're the employee, Unless you are specifically working in the sales department of that company, you're probably not the one selling products, right? Let's say you worked at a corporate job and you were in marketing. Okay, well, you're not responsible for directly being on the line with customers and making sales, right? And when you're in your business, though, especially when you're at the beginning stages of your business where it's just you and you don't have a VA or a team to help you, you are the one selling, right? So a lot of people will go from this environment where they don't have to be responsible for selling and making sales and talking about the products and services to this environment where now they have to talk about what they're offering, right? They have to talk about things. They have to make sales. And for a lot of people, that can feel really jarring and that can feel really weird and it just doesn't feel natural, right? And then the other thing is that when you're starting a business, especially if you're a service-based entrepreneur, very likely you are your business. You are your brand, right? Like think about something like um, Amazon, right? We all know who Jeff Bezos is. We know that up until recently, he was the CEO of Amazon. That being said, Jeff Bezos is not the face of the brand, right? Amazon has its own brand. The products are Amazon's. They're not Jeff Bezos's. They don't have his face on them, right? But when you're a service provider, let's say your website, my, my website um, was breathyserene.co. It still technically is. There's a little bit of a secret if you caught that. My website name might be changing soon. Don't tell anybody. Anyway, um, 
So I have been using BreathySerene.co, right? My business has been BreathySerene because that's who I am and I am offering the services. So I have to be on, so to speak, right? My face is really prominent in my social media, in my marketing, in all of those different things, which means that when I am making a sale, when I'm selling to somebody, I am the one who is doing the selling. And that can feel really weird to a lot of people, right? And a lot of people have this idea of what sales looks like and what a salesperson looks like. We tend to have this idea of um, the most common one that I hear is a sleazy car salesman. So you think about like some like old 60 year old dude who wears like plaid blazers and has his hair super slicked back and maybe has a, a toothpick in his mouth and he's trying to sell you a car even though it's not something that you need and he's just trying to get you to buy more money. That is the image that a lot of people have of selling. When people think, I'm gonna make a sale, they immediately think, or I'm gonna sell something, they immediately associate with this gross, sleazy car salesman image, right? Because that's that's the only image that we've known for so long. A lot of you, I'm sure, have experienced some version of the sleazy car salesman, right? Maybe not quite to the degree that I just described, but if you've ever bought a car before, if you've ever been with somebody when they're buying a car, I'm sure you've experienced a little bit of pushiness from the salesperson, right? That is very common in that industry, that kind of sales style. And that is not a sales style that feels good to a lot of people. For some people, it works, more power to you. For most people, it doesn't. And I, for most of the time, what I notice, not all of the time, right? Because this absolutely is not something that has to do with gender. But what I notice is that women tend to be the ones who are like, I don't wanna be that pushy, right? Most of the time, men are the ones that are like, I'm totally fine being that pushy and just like trying to make the sale. But women feel a little bit more um, responsible for the emotions and the feelings of the person that they are selling to. And again, this is not always the case. It definitely goes beyond just cisgender men and cisgender women, absolutely. But in general, this is what I've noticed, right? A lot of clients that I have who come to me who are women tend to feel this way. They feel like, I don't want to be pushy. I don't want to be gross. I don't want to manipulate somebody into buying my thing, right? I don't want to have to force. And the thing is that you don't have to do that. You don't have to sell in that way. That's the biggest misconception. What I want you to know is that selling can be really authentic. Selling can come from a place of service. It can come from a genuine place of, hey, I have this thing, I have this product or service, and I know that it's gonna help you solve the problem that you just told me that you have. And I would really love to talk to you about it if you'd love to listen, right? Selling can be as simple as that. It does not have to be my job is to manipulate and push somebody into spending money that they don't want to spend. That is not how we need to sell, right? You can absolutely sell from a place of service, sell from a place of being genuine and authentic to you, sell from a place of being softer instead of really hard and pushy, right? And I always like to teach my clients to sell with consent. Now, what I mean by that is, don't just hop into somebody's DMs on social media or don't just ring up the phone to a local business or whatever and be like, hey, you should totally buy this thing. Let me tell you about all the reasons why you should buy this thing, right? Selling with consent requires the person that you're selling to to agree to what you have to say, to agree to being sold to, right? 
Selling with consent can be as simple as what I just said, right? Hey, I have this thing that I think would be really helpful for you and I think would help you solve your problem. My service, my product, whatever you're selling was made to help people like you solve the problem that you have. Would you like to talk about it? And if they say no, guess what? Don't sell to them, right? But if they say yes, now you have the consent to actually go ahead and talk about your service. And guess what? There's a more likelihood, there's a higher chance that this person is going to be more receptive to what you have to say, that they're gonna listen to what you have to say and absorb more of the information, and that they may be more likely to convert into a client because you asked for permission before you went and sold, right? You didn't just try to shove all of your selling materials down their throat. You asked them, hey, is it okay if I talk to you about this opportunity, right? So you don't have to be pushy or manipulative or gross. Selling can come from a place of being genuine, being authentic, being of service, and selling can come with consent. So that's the first misconception. The second misconception that people have is that you always have to sell every day, all the time, 24-7. There's this old phrase that a lot of those sleazy car salesmen, right, like using, this old sales method, I guess you could say, and it's called ABC, always be closing. And the idea behind always be closing is that you should always be pushing people towards the sale and towards closing the sale, right? And here's the thing. I think this is an old method of selling, and I think it's very outdated. And I think the problem with the ABC always be closing methodology is that you are 100% focused on the sale and the money all the time. And sometimes that makes your focus split and it doesn't allow you to focus on the person in front of you. So if you guys heard the last episode when we talked about marketing, I talked to you about this idea that marketing is seeds, right? Planting seeds. And sometimes the seeds will grow really fast and sometimes they won't. But your job is to always be planting and nurturing the seeds. And I also talked to you about this idea that at the beginning of your marketing strategy, when you're in the contrib- uh, the connect and the convert phase, or contribute phase, sorry, the connect and the contribute phase, you're not focusing on the sale. Your objective is not to make a sale. Your objective is to connect with the right person, right? So it's really the same when you're selling. You don't need to be always be closing. What I actually think is it should be ABC, always be connecting, right? The thing is, When you have this misconception that I always have to be selling to make sales in my business, see again with the Burks, I literally don't, it's it's my body reacting to me going live. There's something about going live that makes me burp (laughs) every time. Anyway, when you have this misconception that you have to get up and sell and go hard selling every single day, well, eventually that might burn you out. Eventually that might make you feel like, oh, I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it today, right? And eventually that might just not work for you because it won't feel authentic, especially if you're somebody who isn't used to being a, a really sleazy car salesman, right? If that doesn't feel like your natural state of being, of course, selling in general is not going to feel natural to you, right? So here's what I want you to remember. It's not always be closing. You don't always want to be closing. You don't always want to focus on the end goal. Yes, you're in a you're running a business. You have to make sales. Your focus should be on making sales to a degree, right? But what you have to remember, especially when you're a service-based business of co- some kind, 
but even when you're a product-based business, is that your focus should 100% be on your customer. It should be on connecting with your customer, on seeing if they actually need what you have to offer. It should be on connecting with them in an authentic and genuine way and selling with consent, right? It should not be on, I'm gonna meet 100 people and I'm gonna try to close and sell to 100 of those people, right? So that's the, the second misconception here. Don't always be closing or always be selling. You can absolutely sell less, right? So maybe you don't have to sell Monday through Friday. Maybe you only post offers twice a week, three times a week. Maybe you only make offers to people every couple days. There really is no right or wrong way to do it. You want to be selling. You want to make sure that you are making multiple offers every single week, every single month, because that's how you're going to increase your chances of actually getting conversions and sales, right? So yes, don't use this as, as an excuse of like, oh, I never have to sell. I'm only going to show up one time once a month and, and offer my services. But that being said, you don't have to make every single social media post ever a sale post, right? Or an offer post. You don't have to have every conversation that you have with somebody turn into a sales conversation, right? So that is the second misconception. The third misconception that people have is that sales takes a long time and that if you want to make a sale now, right, you're going to have to wait like 90 days, 180 days, three months, six months, that kind of thing to make it happen. And what I want to say to this misconception is that it's half false and half true. The half true part is that sales is not a exact formula where every time you're going to meet somebody and seven days later, they're going to convert into a client, right? There is no exact formula because human beings are not exact creatures. We're all different. We all have different places in our journey that we are in right now. We all have different needs. We all have different things that we're looking for. Your customers are all different human beings. They are not the same human being, right? So sometimes, yes, your buying cycle may look longer. Maybe it's going to take longer for your customers to make that buying decision because they need to get to know you. If you're at the very beginning of your business, it's, there's a higher likelihood of your sales cycle taking a longer time. It might take three months or six months for you to get your first couple clients. Why? Because you're new to the marketplace, because people don't know who you are. You don't have an audience built up of people, right? Those things take time to build. But here's the thing, as you grow, when you go from the first year of your starting your business to now you're in the second year of your business and you've worked with clients and you have testimonials and you have an audience built and an email list and you have authority in the marketplace, well now it may take less time for people to make that buying decision, right? Because now you have, ooh, oops, sorry, I just hit my microphone, because now you've been established in the marketplace, right? So now somebody can go to your website and read all of your blog posts in one day. They can binge all of your blog posts. They can listen to all your podcast episodes. They can see your testimonials, all of those different things. So maybe that buying decision is now shortened from three months to two weeks, right? That tends to happen. The, the more you grow in your business, usually the easier it gets to sell. Usually the shorter your buying cycle becomes because you're building up more and more trust with your audience. The more they trust you, the more they know you, and the more they like you, the more likely they are to make those buying decisions faster, right? 
So that's kind of where there's half truth to that statement. Because yes, sometimes your buying cycle may take a while for your customers, right? Your sales cycle may take a while. That being said, it does not always have to be that case. Like I said, the the more your business grows, the easier it will be to sell and the faster that cycle will be. And also, I have definitely had clients before who start their business and within the first four weeks of starting their business already have a sale or two, right? So I want you to understand that it's not 100% of the time that making a sale is going to take weeks and months, right? But you have to be aware that it may take some time. It may not always happen in a week, right? It may not always happen that you have a post up offering something and then that day somebody buys, right? So you want to be aware that everybody's buying cycle is different. All of your customers have different buying cycles, and that is going to affect your selling cycle. So the way that you capitalize on this is we kind of talked about this idea in the marketing, right? Your job is to always be planting seeds and always be nurturing the seeds so that you always have blooms or sales coming in. So that is your job to make sure that you're capturing people at every stage of their buying decision. You want to capture the people who are ready to buy right this minute, but you also want to capture and nurture the people who maybe aren't ready to buy right this minute and who you just want to keep in your audience so that when they are ready to buy, maybe it's in three months, maybe it's in six months, maybe it's in a year. I have definitely had people in my audience before who are like, hey, I've been watching your live videos for a year and now I'm ready to work with you, right? You have to capture people at every stage of this buyer journey. Don't discount them just because, and and write them off, I should say, just because they didn't buy immediately, okay? So that is the third misconception. The, um, did I just delete the note? I totally did. Okay, the fourth misconception is that sales is all about scripts and saying the perfect thing. This is so not true. Oh my God, I can't even tell you how not true it is. Okay, I'm sure that we have all seen some version of a sales script. If you're a business owner right now, you've probably heard people talking about them like, oh, sign up for my email list, get my free sales script, sales call script, my, my free DM sales script, right? We probably hear these things um, a lot. If you've ever worked in a job that requires sales, maybe they gave you a script so that you could talk to your customers, right? If you've ever been sold to by a door-to-door salesman, maybe you experienced on the customer side of what that script looks like, right? But here's the thing, you don't actually need a script to sell. Selling is not about saying the perfect thing. It's not about having a script, having the exact perfect thing to say and knowing what to say and when to say it. It's about being real with your customers. It's about interacting in real time. It's about communicating what you have to offer. The fundamentals really of selling to anybody are that you need to make sure that they know who you are, what problem you can solve for them and what result you can help them achieve how specifically you help them do that, and how they should take the next step to work with you. Those five things are really the bullet points that you need to hit when you're selling. But how you do it, how you, what you say, what phrases you use, those are not things that you should use scripts for. In fact, it's a lot more, it's a lot more authentic and it feels more genuine on the customer side of the conversation when you're not feeling like a robot who's just using the same scripts that everybody is using. When you are in real time having a conversation with somebody that you don't know where the conversation is going to go. You don't know what it's going to look like, what you're going to say. That feels a lot different 
than a robotic sales script that you're just copy and pasting and reading off of, right? So again, you just wanna hit those main points. You do not need to say the perfect thing to make the sale. Your customers don't need to hear the magic words to make the sale. They just need to know the five points that I just talked about. They need to have you communicate your offer to them in a way that makes them want to buy. But how you communicate it to them is entirely up to you and your style. And let me tell you, when you're a service provider, when you are your brand, when you're a personal brand of any kind, even if you're not offering services, this is really important because your customers are going to connect with you. So if you show up as you in your sales conversations, guess what? You're probably going to make more sales and have more conversions because people are connecting with you as the human being, you as the person who is selling and offering the thing, right? They're not connecting to what you're saying necessarily, the exact words and phrases, right? They're connecting to the overall picture of what you're communicating to them, right? So those are the four main points that I wanted to talk to you about today. The four misconceptions that people have are number one, Sales is pushy and gross and manipulative, which it doesn't have to be. It can be authentic and come from a place of service and include consent. Number two, that you have to sell every day all the time and always be closing. And instead, you don't have to sell all day all the time and you should always be connecting instead of always be closing. Number three, that sales takes a really long time. And the reality is that every customer cycle is misconception. Out scripts, I definitely just... Uh, my, my live just timed out for a second, so in case you didn't hear me, the fourth thing is that sales is all about scripts and saying the perfect thing, and that is absolutely not true. Sales is about communicating what you have to offer in a way that is authentic to who you are as a person. So I hope that this live video was helpful, that this episode was helpful as always. I hope that you challenge some of the beliefs and misconceptions that you have about selling in your business. Because again, at the end of the day, we need to make sales in our business, right? We need clients coming in. We need cash coming into the door. If we want to have our business be around for years and be sustainable and profitable. So I hope that this was helpful for you. I would love to know what your favorite part of this episode was. So like I said, comment down below or leave me a review in the podcast telling me. And I think I'm going to go hop off and finish my chai and just relax and maybe watch some TV and have a little bit of chill time before I do some more work for the rest of the day. So I hope you have an amazing rest of your Wednesday and I will chat with you soon. Hey friends, thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of the Coaching with Preeti podcast. If you liked what you heard in today's show and you feel like you know that other people would get value from it, I would absolutely love it if you would share the show on social media, share it with all of your business owner friends, and I would also love it if you would go ahead and write a review, whether you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, so that other people know that it's a show that they want to tune into. And I also want to give you a quick reminder, which is that if you right now are making money in your business and signing clients and you're ready to take your business to the next level, then you and I need to have a conversation. We may be the perfect fit to work together one-on-one as coach and client. So in order to see how we 
vibe, I would love it if you would click the link in the show notes and go to my website, www.breathyserene.co, and go ahead and book a complimentary coaching call with me, where we can talk all about your business, get clear on your goals, get clear on what challenges you currently have, and figure out your roadmap to success together. So go ahead and do that, and I'm so grateful you listened to today's episode, and I can't wait to see you in the next one.